This is the Tailored Transformations Podcast, where you will hear relatable transformation stories from our personal clients that will inspire you to create change in your own life. My name is Cody McBroom, and I am the founder and CEO of Tailored Coaching Method, a world-renowned online fitness and nutrition coaching company, and I am proud to introduce the host of our Transformation Podcast, Ariel DeAmper. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to the Taylor Transformations podcast. Thank you guys for joining us today. I have on with me today one of our incredible clients. Her name is Susan, and she is going to share a little bit about her story, her uh, experience with coaching. I've been talking to her for a little bit before we started recording, and she is a total badass. So I'm excited (laughs) for you guys to get to know her. Um, So thanks for being on, Susan. How are you doing today? I'm doing well, thanks. Looking forward to this. Yeah, me too. So um, to jump us off and get us started, why don't you tell us a little bit about who you are, what you do, um, and so people can get to know you. Yeah, perfect. So Susan Lenderts, I um, am an entrepreneur and also run a, uh, a large business unit for a software company. So I'm someone who's working nearly 24-7, but I maintain balance. Um, And we can talk about that on the podcast today, but I live in Raleigh, North Carolina. I'm someone who's traveling constantly. Um, And, you know, I've been working with Cody probably for the last four years or longer. And, um, and I'm able to do all of what I just said, um, and maintain balance and have a social life because of the work I do with him and the company. So, Really looking forward to jumping into those topics today. I've got two dogs that also keep me active and busy. So lots of plates spinning. Um, But again, find a way to do it, do it all. Uh, I love that so much. And I'm so excited because I think that's a very like, it's, it's a really cool topic to dive into as far as like how to find balance and like what exactly that is. I think it, important to know like it falls on a spectrum for Mm -hmm. everyone right and I think ultimately it's truly about knowing your values what brings you the fulfillment and happiness and and tweaking that and being okay trial and error curiosity those kinds of things Um, absolutely interested to hear that lens because that's something that I toggle with as you know I work full-time and I also have a toddler and you know travel a decent amount and it, it can be tricky sometimes. So I guess let's, let's rewind. What made you reach out? How did you find Cody? What made you yeah. initially, where were you at four years ago? Yeah. So, well, I used to have a health coaching business, so I'm like no stranger to the industry. And I, through one of my certifications heard about Cody. So this is like, you know, well before four years ago is probably when he began his podcast. And I sort of like binge listened to the first maybe 10 episodes. And then I started telling all of my friends in the industry, like, you've got to listen to this guy. You know, he, he really knows what he's talking about. And so I was no stranger to coaching by any means. Um, but I, I just really respected his approach. Um, you know, I think probably so many women um, in particular, but men too, like it, the, sometimes the focus is, well, I just want to be leaner. I just want to be you know, whatever. And what I really loved about Cody, he will absolutely help you get to your goals. And I think this is part of the the mission of the company, like help you get to your goals, but in a way that, you know, sustainable and really has your health in focus and won't let you do things, you know, over the long term that are going to be detrimental to your overall health and performance. And so that's what really was the hook several years ago. And when I was transitioning out of, um, so I, like, you know, I have a nutrition background, like I, I know the things, um, but, but I, I wanted someone to take that over for me. I was transitioning out of health coaching and into much more of a consulting business. I've, I've spent almost two decades in the pharmaceutical industry. So I had like, had sort of dabbled in entrepreneurship and then decided I can do this. I don't need a corporate job, but I wanted to do much more consulting work back in sort of the space that I had spent most of my career. So I was leaving health coaching and I was like, I just, I want someone to take that over for me. I don't have the bandwidth to be thinking about what should I be doing? You know, what should my training look like? What should my nutrition look like? And that's when it was like a no brainer. I absolutely wanted to work um, with him. And so that's, that began, began our coaching relationship. 
That's so cool to hear. Yeah. Uh, it's so crazy how time flies. Um, yes. Really admire you for that. And, and that's such a beautiful part because like everything in life, when it comes to our fitness goals, there are ebbs and flows in seasons. There yes. are seasons where we might be, you know, building a little bit more muscle. It might be more advantageous for us to lose body fat, um, depending on our life, our circumstances and having someone outside of us, not only to help guide us in that direction, but be objective with us. Like you said, yeah. whether women, men, whatever, the answer isn't always uh, getting leaner, leaner, leaner. Um, yeah. And, and having someone kind of hold you to let's spend a little bit more time building. Let's, let's, let's yeah. be objective. Let's be logical. Let's game plan this for the long run. And having that awareness, one line that I really like to say is just because you can, doesn't mean you should. Right. Yeah. So like for me right now in this season, like I I'm competing right now and I'm like, yeah, I probably could keep going. Like I can yeah. physically, but like, should I like, yeah actively looking at my life, what's coming up and all those different things. Maybe it is wise for me to go into a building season, but guess what? I also don't like going back and forth. Should I, should I not? Yeah. Right. Yeah. I like you're, you can convince yourself of anything. Your brain can convince yourself of anything. And so having that objective lens. So you reached out to him. He helped guide Mm -hmm. you in coaching. And what did that look like over time? Oh my gosh. It's been it to, to your point of like ebbs and flows, like we've gone through those things together. So there have been, you know, seasons where I've, I've had a lighter schedule, less stress. So we've been able to, you know, go hard into a deficit. There've been seasons where, you know, we've, um, uh, you know, been able to spend a lot of time reverse dieting and doing so in a way that, um, really worked with my lifestyle and, and my body. And, um, and we're at this point now where, I mean, like I, we were just emailing this week. I was like, hi, I'm on the road again. And, um, I am in a space where we're just doing much more of an intuitive eating, um, plan and not because of any specific goals I had, but it's just what fits in right now with so much travel. And, um, and like my training is always locked in. And I, at one point I was like, Hey, I feel really bad that I haven't been, tracking or at least putting things into my tracker but I was like but I'm staying at the level of leanness that I'm comfortable with and um and I was sort of stressing about tracking and and putting everything into my my tracker and he was like like you you don't we don't need to be there right now you know like we're that's this is not the time to be you know really worried about being perfectly dialed in to like five to ten grams of my target protein carbs you know all of that and and he was right. And, but it did take that, you know, it, for me, that was like a nice way to feel like I was in control, feel like I was, you know, making progress. And he was like, this is not the time. Like, you don't need to worry about it. And the amount of relief I had from that was just someone saying like this, you don't have to do this right now was huge. And so we're in this space where it's like, I just need to focus on for me, what makes me feel really good and enables me to do all of the things I want to be doing in my life. Um, and so the like rigor has taken a back seat for now, but we'll absolutely get back to that place at some stage in the future where I'm like, okay, I have a new goal related to my physique or my training or, you know, things like that. So it was really like to summarize it. Um, I would say that our working relationship has been aligned with um, the goals that make sense for me. And he definitely checks me on those goals. And, and then what's going on in my life. Like I, I want to be really thinking about my nervous system and, and the stress levels I have right now and how to best be healthy and resilient in the face of everything I'm choosing to take on. And that's where we are right now. So it's been this, like, I, I hear a lot of people say like, I don't have time for a coach right now or things like that. For me, I don't have time not to have a coach. Like, again, this is such a huge part of how I'm able to accomplish all the things in my life and still feel really good. Um, and so it's, it's even nice to have someone who's like looking at the sleep I have, the movement that I have, um, because I'm, you know, it's just, it's like, you know, that you've got someone watching out for you and that's been just such a game changer for me. Yeah. Oh my goodness. I like in my mind, I was like, there's 18 things that I want to point out that people <laughs> that are like so pivotal and so important. I think this is something that comes up too. When people sign up for coaching and let's say we have an initial like couple of months that we ask that they stay, or yeah. you know, maybe it's been six months and they almost <laughs> women, we love to do this. I guys do. We're, yeah. we're both women talking. We'll put yes. this out. This is applicable to everyone, but yeah, like 
when it comes to that, it's almost like we love to like topple some shame on like having, Oh yeah. It's been six months. I should be beyond this. I should be past this. I shouldn't need a coach anymore. And I'm like, I've been doing this for a decade and I still have a coach for all of the reasons you just said, knowing that someone has my back, knowing that I have that accountability, knowing that, and again, the beautiful part about you, like you and Cody working together for multiple years and some of the girls Mm -hmm. that I've worked with multiple years, I know the dynamics of their lifestyle. I know their goals. I know know their their aspirations and their desires. And it's not saying never, just maybe not Mm -hmm. right now. And like, what can we do to implement some more self-care? Like as far as like right. goes. And like you said, your nervous system. And okay, so I know you're working a lot, but can we go for 10 minute walks? And yes. it's it's those 1% level ups. And when you go through so much life with someone, it's really cool because all that you expressed was like, I have this toolbox of like, you know, whether it's macro tracking, dialing things in, being mindful intuitive eating before you started working with Cody. Had yeah. you, I know you said you were a health coach. Had yeah. you been tracking and doing things? Oh like- yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But like I was someone who, and still am someone who if left to my own devices would probably be eating far too few calories. Like I, that's like how I index. Right. And so it's funny. Cause when I checked in with him this week, I was like, Oh my God. Cause you know, we're so in this, in this intuitive space. And so I, I just kind of like tracked for a week just to be like, where am I? And I was like, I'm so proud of myself. I'm eating so much more than I thought I was. And that's a huge thing. That's like a real, that's, that's growth. And so, yeah, I had been tracking, like, again, I've got like three or four certification, nutrition certification. So I know what I need to do. I know what I would do with clients, but it's far harder, at least for me. And I've talked to other people who also have, you know, similar backgrounds. It's harder to do it for yourself. And you think like, he'll check me. I'll be like, I'm not lean enough. And he's like, are you like, are you kidding me? Like, you know, and, and so it's helpful to have that objective view because it, especially I think as women having this conversation, we are so, it's so easy for us to pick our bodies apart um, and compare with you know, photographed pictures on the internet. And, you know, I'm a 40 year old woman and I do all the things that we've talked about. Like, you know, I'm not, I, it wouldn't be, I'm not competing. I don't need to be, you know, 8%, 10% body fat. So it's like, it's for me, even though I know all the things I can't implement for myself as well as I could for a client. And that's the truth. And and so that's why I really come back to this being not just about my physique. It's absolutely, I'm not gonna lie. Like there's no shame and vanity. Like, of course I want to like age really well, but the the bigger impact that I have is just the health impact and the resilience and the energy that I have to go do all the things I want to do. And it's funny because I'll talk to people who are my age and like, I can run circles around most of them because I have my health front and center. And it's because I have a coach making sure that, that we're making choices and decisions to do that. Yeah. Oh my God. Okay. So two things. One for obviously most of you are listening to the podcast, so you can't see Susan. She is freaking glowing. I would have never guessed you were in your forties. You said that and I was like, yeah. nah, she is not in her forties. Yeah. Look so damn good. You clearly, and it's like, it's like, yeah, she looks like she takes care of herself. She yeah. looks like you look, you have like this vibrancy and this glow to you. And it's like, yes, that's what it is. And this kind of ca- goes into my second point that I was going to say is I, in talking with other um, women and people, a lot of times you're like, they'll do this. They'll feel like, oh, I just don't like, I don't want to diet. Like, I just mm. don't want to like, and it's like, it's like that, like you hear it in their voice and hear it in the tune, like, I don't want to diet. And I'm like, why are you sounding like you're cutting your freaking arm off while you're t- yeah. like, I'll say that. And then right. like, like, cause like, I don't want to diet. And I'm like, okay, hold on. There's a difference here. And this is some of the stuff you were talking about. You're yeah. telling me you don't want to feel more energy, uh, feel good physically, mentally, emotionally. You don't want to take care of your body. You don't want to age. Well. Are you telling me that? Or are you telling me you don't want to be deprived and restricted? Mm-hmm. Because they're two different things. And I think you're blending it all together, right? right. This is where we get to live in the place of like, and I like mm-hmm. to say like, where it's like, we can do, we like, 
hold up, hold up. Let's, let's, let's take a second here because I would say if someone was telling me, okay, I'm going to deprive you and restrict you of things. I would go, mm, I don't want to do this either. <laughs> right. But if someone told me, Hey, you know what? Let's take care of your health. Let's have some more energy. Let's um, get you in a body you feel really confident in. Like, right. yes, of course you can pursue health and fitness goals for uh, vitality, health, longevity, a six pack abs, mm-hmm. you know, like it does, like it can all go inside together. So was that something that you encountered or like what, what helped you get, break away from that dieting is restrictive and a deprivation and like allowed you to like lean in? Yeah. Well, honestly, like for me, probably reverse dieting and eating more was probably harder than, you know, being in a caloric deficit. You know, that being said, I think one of the things that a coach can help you do, and Cody certainly helped me with that, is when we're in like the depths of a deficit and it's like near the end and, you know, you're maybe not sleeping as well and you're and you're hungry, like, of course, getting strategies to one, I mean, implement, you know, re- refeeds just like psychologically to like help with that, but, um, but also like strategizing on how can I make my meals like feel bigger? Because I... I've never really felt like restricted, but I felt like hungry. So it's like, well, what strategies can we implement to like make that hunger piece not quite as significant? Um, And then, like I said, though, for me, it's like, it was like psychologically harder to like train myself to be okay with eating more. And that's where like, I got the emotional support that I like, that was really helpful to, um, to again, like to like really supporting my health. And it would be, so I would say to him, like, I am really scared. Like you put my carbs up to 250 or whatever it was. And I'm like, this is terrifying. And we would walk through it, talk through it, you know, either through on the phone or through email or through video, because that part was just harder for me to wrap my head around. Again, I like knew it, I have the information, but I was, that was where my fear factor was. And so, but I think it, it, it plays out the same in the reverse. So had I been really struggling to feel like I don't want to deprive myself or I'm scared that that's going to trigger some other behavior, you know, I think he would have been, it would have been the same story, like really leaning into that emotional support. And you're not alone. Like I've never, throughout everything I've been doing, I've never been alone. I've gone through some crazy personal things too and, and included him on all of that so that he knows like 360 what's going on in my life and so can come in and provide the right kind of support. Sometimes it's like, bad cop, like, no, you must do this. And, and, and more often than not, cause I'm already hard on myself. It's like coming in with that voice of reason and, and just like genuine support. Yeah. Oh, this is, this goes on to that point that like, it's not just food, right? Like Mm-mm. mental, it's emotional, it's social yeah. and it's yeah. so important when, and this is where it's online coaching. Isn't just online coaching where it's like, you can go get a calculator or something. And this is why we, are branded tailored, right? And everything yes. is one-on-one. I want to know that your dog died and it passed away. I want to yeah. know that your husband are like fighting. Like, tell me, mm-hmm. like, because those things, it is so silly for someone to think that those things don't affect your decisions with food, right? Totally. We all have a certain level of emotional tolerance and we can build that up over time. I can be, let me tell you, my daughter, my daughter's almost three. So like yeah. my tolerance for, you know, cleaning up, mistakes that shouldn't have happened, but much higher, much higher. Yeah. <laughs> why mom? Why? I, I, I was looked there. I was like, I told you 13 times why, like in my, <laughs> but I'm going to say it again. Okay. So like over time, life experiences is going to grow our tolerance, but everyone's yes. feeling. And yes. once we hit our like, oh shit, for lack of better words, whether it's mm-hmm. overwhelmed, stress, anxiety, we lose a loved one. COVID happened. Like all of those things, I probably shouldn't have said that way. COVID, you know what I mean? Yeah. When all those things happen and once we do that, we need to cope in some way, shape and form. And some of us may cope by overeating. Yeah. Some of us may cope by like over-exercising or whatever. Right. Right. It can go on all different ends of the spectrum, but having someone there that you can, that you feel safe with and this is the part two with the longevity and building a relationship where you yeah. do feel more safe. You are going to be more open, more vulnerable with what's going on. How am I navigating this? What tools can you support me with? And having that is like 
so instrumental. And so like just continuing to, you know, move forward and stay aligned because it's, yes. it's going to happen. So yes. as you guys continued on in like coaching, what, what were some of the results that you saw? Um, whether it was post reverse diet after a diet, yeah, yeah I mean, I, oh, there's been so many because we, we, we're, we're on such a, you know, long-term relationship here. So I think, um, you know, a couple of years ago we recorded a podcast and I was commenting that I was sort of, I was like at the leanest, I had been at a certain weight and also like eating much more food than in the past. So I think we've like really built up my ability to actually enjoy life and, and like not having to like live and sustain on a very low caloric maintenance level. So that's been something that's been really important. Um, in terms of like strength, um, I, I, built a lot of muscle and I love training. Like I'm someone who it's very rare for me to like miss a day of training. It's just my out, one of my outlets. And so, um, but just through really, you know, um, great programming, cause Cody does my programming and my nutrition. Um, I've built muscle. I've hit numbers in the gym that I've like been shocked at. I think about like what my one rep max on certain lifts used to be when I first started lifting and like where we are now. And it's, it's really quite, quite incredible. Um, but I, I still think like, for me, it's just more of what I'm able to, um, achieve on a daily basis and not feel like exhausted at the end of the day. Of course, there are some, I just came back from a conference and I think I was on like on, um, from like 6am to midnight, but like I bounced back, like I got a couple of good nights of sleep this week and I'm like, I'm back and, and, and I feel normal. And I think those are for me, the, the biggest gains is that I can do sometimes almost superhuman schedules and, and either bounce back or just feel really good throughout it. And so it, that's, it's kind of all encompassing, right. Um, in, in terms of what we've achieved together. I love that. And that's, it's a true testament of like, just taking care of yourself right? Mm -hmm. Feeling your best, yeah. feeling well. I love that. Um, Cody was doing my programming and I absolutely yeah. loved it as well. I think when you like, it's so cool because you're like, yes, I'm a badass. I'm lifting the weight. Yes. And then also too, like you are able to eat more when you're training yes. at a certain level and intensity. Yeah. It's so funny. I was like, I'm like eating more carbs and I'm like, go to the cheeks, go to the booty cheeks. <laughs> I know. Right. You know, like, oh yeah recovery. Yes. So. Oh, we've definitely built a booty. Like I, like, I didn't have one. And so that like, yeah, in terms of like feeling good in my skin, like my body recomp is, is dramatically different in the four or five years we've been together. And, um, yeah, that's one of probably my proudest body parts. Um, love it. it's hard, it's hard work, but it's like so fun. And to your point about, you know, you get to know your clients. Um, he knows the way I love to train. He knows I like to like push it really hard and I love a drop set. And, you know, so he, um, he makes sure that like the programs are written in a way that I stay really engaged and recognizing that I'm often in hotel gyms or, you know, on, we like program to that piece too. So yeah, I mean, like it's, it's someone who knows the ins and outs of like my personality, not just how my body might respond to a diet. That's so, yes. Like, I love that point so much because it's, it is, it is a balancing act of like, when you have a coach, they know the like scientific principles and they understand physiology and biology. And I'm like, okay, this hip hinge, this squat pattern, this, whatever it is, is going to be beneficial. But I also yeah. know Susan, and I know she likes an intensifier at the end. I know that she likes mm -hmm. to level it up. I know like she likes an isolated glute day or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. Like I have certain clients that they, they really love like mastering something. And so yeah. training blocks that are like 10 weeks long. And they're like, I want to master the form, the execution X, Y, and Z. And they do that. And, and they love that aspect of it. I have clients who are like four weeks and they're like, I'm ready to change it up. Like yeah. that keeps them very much so engaged. And so the same, when it goes to food, right. Mm -hmm. It's like, these are the needle movers this is what's important to hit. And it, most of the time it's more than just macros, right? Oh, yeah. These foundational things. And so I'm looking at this, but this is some place where we can have some flexibility. And so like, even with some of my clients, some of them track 
X amount of days during the week. And then they're mindful X amount of days during the week. I have yeah. some girls who it's, it's funny. Cause like they'll track during the week and then they're mindful on the weekends. And I have girls that do the complete opposite, mm-hmm. right? Because they're just mindful during the week and they're um, tracking on the weekends because yeah. that helps to keep things in balance where it's like, my week is pretty structured. I don't think I need yeah. to add any more busyness to life, kids work, but on the weekends, it's nice to have those guardrails and me just have awareness. Cause it's so easy to overdo when mm-hmm. it comes to life. Right. And so they're going to be different dynamics dependent on that. But when you know your client, their lifestyle, their personality, their preferences. We even ask questions like that on yeah. our questionnaire exam, questionnaire exam, our questionnaire yeah. when we get started, our inquiry form, yeah. or like, tell us about your personality. What do you like? What is some yeah. fun that you do? Um, Cause it really helps us design a well-crafted program. That's like allowing for that. And so I guess throughout your journey and time, as we talked about initially, like balance is tricky right? Yeah. I think yes. the notion of balance is there's a lot because we have the notion that's like, I ate a bro- piece of broccoli. So I get to have yeah. a piece of chocolate. Okay. I ate a salad. So now I get a piece of cheesecake and yeah. it's like tit for tat. And I'm like, very rarely does it look exactly like that. How did you find mm. balance? Because like, I can tell that you have it in the way that you talk. And mm. I think it's a level of like peace and freedom. It, it is people want they we say balance because sometimes we don't know the word behind it it's like I don't really know exactly how to articulate this but like I think it's balance but if we reframe it it's almost like I have a peace and freedom around the way that I eat and train as well as um I have the autonomy to choose that and it's very much so aligned with what I value right yeah. like well I compete um I have competed this is going to be my ninth year my 15th show wow. something like that like I said, I work full-time. I'm a wife. I'm a mom. I am not your competitor. That's very rigid. I'm mm. not weighing out a hundred. I barely use a food scale. Like I mm. like I eyeball 99% because this is my belief. If an extra ounce of fucking protein or a piece of <laughs> is going to throw me off my diet, I got bigger problems than that. Right. So, right. Very flexible for me. Um, my mom was like family vacay. I was two weeks out from a national show family vacay in Florida. And I was like, okay, cool. Uh, Dennis, uh, let's pack some bags and let's go. Like I went, Yeah. you know what? I'll find a freaking gym there. I'll find mm-hmm. something to eat. I didn't, I didn't pack a food scale with me. I didn't pack a anything with me. I just made it work. And like, I just show up to the best of my ability. I know that it challenges me. I know that it's love. It's a level up. And again, I'm not, I mean, of course guys, I'm hungry. I'm tired. Like those things yeah. are inevitable. They're physiological signs. But the reason I'm, I've been able to do so many shows and love my life and feel that fulfillment is because I do it in a way that's balanced for me. My daughter, my husband, my clients always take precedent. I will never not go on a vacation or a family trip or to Mother's Day. It was my great grandfather's birthday party last week. <laughs> He's 95. And Amazing. it was during peak week. It was during peak week. Oh, and wow. Yeah. Went, and you know what? I enjoyed the time we took pictures. Gabby was there. I fed her a cake and like, that's what it looks like for me. It's not going to yeah. look like that for everyone, but I have a piece of freedom and autonomy and it aligns with my life. And so yes. how, how has that looked for you? How did you get there? What yeah. is like, any other insight? Cause I think the more examples that women can hear, people can yeah. hear, um, mm-hmm. the, the better it is for them to, the easier it is, the more that they can learn and accept that. What is it for you? And it's going to look different. So thousand percent. And I think that you, you know, what you've just described is like, you took ownership of the pieces of your life that make you feel your best and are aligned with your values. And so I think the first step is really understanding, not like what other people are doing and what other people say your value should be or what balance should be for you. It is really doing that internal work to say like, what is most important to me? And like, you know, so for me, um, one of the ways I answer the question of like, what's important to me is like, I don't, I want to feel good. And that doesn't just mean like physiologically, I want to feel good. I want to be, I want to hit the pillow every night, knowing that I've given the world, everything I can give and not just the world, but the people in my life who are, who who mean a lot to me, my dogs, like I walk my dogs probably three miles a day and it's, it, do they need it? Maybe not, but do they have so much joy? Yes. And that brings me joy. So it's like, 
getting really clear on like, what am I here to do? And maybe that changes over time, but I know what that is on a daily basis. And I truly like, I want to like my aura ring says that it takes me like three minutes to fall asleep, which is maybe not great, but I like go to the, I've given, I've given it my all I've given life in the day, my all. And, um, you know, so for balance, and it was funny, I was talking to a client this week and, and he was sort of like, um, it's like, well, you know, I need you to practice what you preach. Cause I do a lot of work with, with leaders and teams and developing team cultures and really bringing balance into organizations. And, and I said, you know, I, I understand that, but I, I had this conversation. Balance looks different. For me, I have two different hats that I wear professionally. One is, you know, leading my company and working really closely with leadership teams. The other is running a software business. And so those are very different jobs, a lot of the same skills, but because they're two different things, I, I find like one is almost like a hobby. And so I find joy in the work that I do. And I don't want to be doing it 20 hours a day, of course, but I get energy from the different types of work I do. That's me. That's not everyone. And I found a way to, um, to, you know, find pockets in the day, find pockets in the weekend where I'm not working, where I am truly resting. But the truth is, this is what I love to do. This is how I love to apply my skills, my energy, the relationships I build. So for me, that looks like basically having two jobs. Um, but like I said, like I'm, I'm, I'm very committed to like my dogs and their activity. I'm committed to my own training. Um, and the time that I spend with my people, I'm not on my phone. I'm like completely disconnected from the work world and investing in those relationships. So I have found, um, I found the ways that like help me feel really good about the way I'm spending my time. And it goes back to like how I found Cody and like why we've had such a long-term relationship. I don't have to spend a lot of my time, energy and effort thinking about my health because I've got someone else doing it for me. Of course I have to implement everything, but like I'm not spending my thinking brain cells on that part of it. And so I, and I do that with other parts of my life too. Like I strategically outsource in my life so that I, my time is spent doing um, the things I really want to be, you know, spending it on. So whether it's like having a cleaner or, um, you know, having, I've, I've got someone who, friends who love watching my dogs when I travel. And so, and they feel like they're family. So I'm not worried about that part of my life when I'm traveling. Like, it's just like finding those little things. So that's taken probably 10 years to put into place. But that's how I, that's how I do it. That's how I approach it. Yeah. Uh, that's that. Thank you for sharing all of that. It's yeah. Here. Um, and I love the way that you kind of t- talked about how that unfolded because mm-hmm. there's no like, okay, Ariel, I really want to diet and lose weight, but I want to do it in a way that's balanced. Okay. Yeah. Like that's, that's beautiful. And I promise you will get there, but it's yeah. gonna take trial and error. Mm-hmm. And it's going to take, and it's going to look different in different seasons. Right. Yeah. I, I always like to say like, you know, we wearing all these hats. Right. And so we have a stereo and they all have different dials and there's seasons when like work might be turned up, family might get turned up, whatever it is, this has to get turned down. Like my fitness and nutrition, I'm going to dial this in because we only have so much mental capacity. And when we have everything turned up, we blow the speakers and that's yeah. when we overwhelm this burnout and we're just completely done. So having even a coach, a coach to step in and have a pulse on where is each of your dials and what yes. turned down at this point in time. And it's okay. Like even as a health, fitness, nutrition coach, it would be wise for us to turn this dial down for a little bit of time and yeah. sitting here with, and it's like, Hey, what makes you feel fulfilled and happy? And it feels like you're enjoying life walking your dogs, right? Okay. This is a, like, yeah. that's a priority. And that's something we'll keep in. Can we outsource cleaning or whatever it is? Yeah. And really unapologetically owning, owning who you are. I guess that would yeah. be something that I would love to hear your insight on as well. Yeah. People would look at you and be like, you work two jobs and at that yeah. level and you like yeah. travel all the time, like this girl has no life. Like, yeah, like it's same thing, right? Cause on Friday night, generally I'll do like group coaching calls with my, with like my girls and it'll be like a Friday night. And they're like, Oh my gosh, Ariel, you're giving up a Friday night. And I was like, bro, this is what I want to do. Like right. I these calls with so much energy. And I'm like, my, I go upstairs and my husband's like, what, calm down. What are you doing? And I was like, I just, yeah. good. I love these girls. I love teaching. I love talking to them. It's fulfilling for me. It gives yeah. me energy. I would rather do that than go out to the bar 
I'm not saying yes. that's been the case, right? I mean, I, you know, we went through different seasons of life, life, but yeah, I guess how have you navigated only like stepping into that and, and that ownership of that and confidence to be like working two jobs? Yeah. Happy and I don't care what anyone else says. Yeah. Well, I should clarify. So, um, you know, so I still have the company and, and it's, I, I say two jobs, but it's really two hats because I have a team in the company that does the work. And so, you know, it's maybe a couple hours of my time a week, but it's just like enough to make me like it just advising them, um, giving them support. Like that is, that's huge for me. That's like where I get so much energy, but I've had to like shift. And to your point, it's like, it is, you know, it's making, it's like an investment and you can't put all, you know, you can put, you could put all of your dollars in one investment account, or you could create a portfolio. And so I, that's how I think about my time is like a portfolio. So in the business that I, the majority of the work that I do is, is the overwhelming majority of the work that I do is it was, is with the software company. And so I couldn't like do both. And so I had to like, shift the way the business ran and rely on a business partner and all of that. Um, and I just get to like, you know, kind of have my, I, I get to still see what's going on and, and give input, but I had to just like put trust over there that it was going to be run. It was going to keep going as I turned my focus to something else. And that's sort of like in the life bucket too. It's like, um, you know, you know, you talked about not necessarily using a food scale, I definitely don't bring one where I travel, but I will use Instacart and have groceries delivered to the hotel room so that, you know, maybe I am going to like a, you know, a client dinner, but I will make choices there that are aligned with where I want to be going with my physique and my health. And I've got chicken breast and salad back in the room that I can have a supplement to, you know, maybe like this huge pasta dinner that I didn't want to, you know, eat a full plate of pasta, not just because of the, you know, it doesn't maybe align with my goals, but it wouldn't lead to a great night's sleep and I wouldn't feel great in the morning. And so I guess I kind of just like think about all the buckets of my life as like investments and like, where am I putting the time and the energy and the effort? Um, if, if that makes, you know, if that makes any sense, but it, 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 again, it's like also making those choices that align with my overall happiness. And, um, and for me, like taking on the job that I have, is it's been like building a team and, and setting a, a strategy. And I think about it all the time, but that's what I, that's what I love to do. And so, yeah, some people might be like, well, you're crazy. But again, I've like figured out how to parse it out so that it is, um, it is attainable for me and it is, I can achieve, you know, like balance within it and sustain kind of all the plates in the air. Yeah. I love that. I, um, talk, talking about it in the sense of a portfolio and yeah, in that that's such a that's such a cool comparison there and you it's it's so empowering to hear people in your place because of course there are people who are going to be like wow you're crazy but I always love to remind everyone like there's also me included a ton of people that are like she's so inspiring oh, like how freaking cool like what a badass and what example like you can do like do whatever it is that fill fulfills your heart and yes. I think the more that we replace quote unquote, like this exact balance with fulfillment, that's the feeling we all seeking. We're yeah. all seeking this level of fulfillment where it's not like, is it Friday yet? Okay. I got the Sunday scaries. I don't want yeah. to work. It's another week. I'm waiting for a vacation like that, that level of, I like to talk about like Maslow's um, psychological hierarchy of needs, right? Yes. Please where we have our growth needs and our deficit needs. And when you stop at a place of just acceptance, like yes. acceptance is beautiful and it's on the bottom, it towards the bottom for a reason you need that, but yeah, it's not where it stops mm -mm. and a huge correlation. There's so much data that can show us that when someone's like, I'm just at a level of acceptance, this is just where I'm at. This is the cards that was yeah. dealt. Um, this is just how things go. There's a lot of correlation between poor mental health, depression, apathy. Again, it's like, it just, it's another day. It's another week. It's yeah. another like that sucks for everyone listening. That sucks. It doesn't have to be that yeah. way. It doesn't have to be that way. And how you cross that threshold of like the self-fulfillment and like getting that where it's like, I'm thriving and every day is yeah. not perfect. Every day is not easy. Every day isn't like this euphoric, like, I don't even know whatever we might think it is, but every day is fulfilling. 
And it is, yeah. it brings me a sense of happiness. Um, yeah, you hit the, like you hit the word and I was thinking it is thriving. Like not every day is perfect. Of course not. There's a, like, there are things I could complain about in my life. I just choose to see those as obstacles in the path. And like, I, again, it comes back to my, I want to feel good. And that means like, I want to be more on the joy side than on the like complaining and sad side. And so I choose to look at the world that way. Um, and you know, I, again, like you said it, um, it's like coming into your own and like really owning who you are. And it's not, that's not easy either. And I think that's one great thing about being 40 is like, you know, I've gotten through some of the crunchy parts of life where I do own who I am more now than ever. And so, yeah, my life's going to look different than your life of, you know, nine years and 15 competitions. Like that's not, that's not my life, but, but I do own my life. And, and I also own my choices. And this too is where a coach can really help because I'm not someone who drinks. I work in a corporate environment where a lot of the evening engagements, you know, revolve around having a few drinks and I have zero, you know, problem with people who do that. It's just, again, I want to feel good. I want to go to the gym in the morning. Like there are just many things where alcohol doesn't align with my personal goals. And, and that was scary for a, a number of years being like, oh, I'm, what is, what excuse can I use for not drinking? Um, and now I just own it. And I, this week I, I, people be like, you're really just drinking diet Coke. And I'm like, yeah. And they're like, but why? And I'm like, cause I'm going to go to the gym with some members of my team at 6am. It's a cool IFBB pro gym. Like I'm so psyched. I'm going to stay up late with you guys and hang out, but I don't want to feel hungover in the morning. And for me, one drink would be a hangover. So I just own it. And, um, and that's not the choice that everyone has to make, but there are going to be things along your health and fitness journey that, you know, you will be making personal sacrifices and not everyone's going to understand it. And that first time that you tell someone about it might be kind of scary. And they may look at you like you have three heads, but it's your choice. And the, the more that you can own any choice in your life, um, you know, I hope that it's a positive choice, but the more that you own the choices in your life, like just the easier it becomes to continue to build toward that path that is yours. Yes. Oh my goodness. I'm such an advocate of the word and, and this duality that exists in life. Right. And so I, when talking about this topic, I love just your examples and how you shared that corporate drinking, all those things. Yeah. So real. So many people can relate to that. And there is an, and I can care about what people think about me and know my opinion matters most. Right. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to like ignore you. I'm not going to be a bitch back. I'm going to say, Hey, no. this is my reason why, you know, I hope that, you know, in my mind, I hope you continue to respect me, but yeah. I matter most. Right. And so yeah. we don't need to go to like any extreme where it's like, I'm still going to go out to eat. I'm still going to yeah. have, I'm going to have my diet Coke. If someone brings up their opinion, I will share my why it's very empowering for me to repeat my why to myself and totally. to, it. and like everything we're sharing, it's a skill that's practiced. You practice mm -hmm. it enough, you own that skill. Almost like the same with tracking. I don't yeah. use a food scale, but that's because I diligently used a food scale for a number totally. of years. Totally, same boat. Off is like an out, like literally yes. the most I'm going to be off is like not even probably a full ounce. And mm -hmm. I will do like, you know how you were like, I'm eating quote unquote, like intuitively, right? Yeah. With all of that background knowledge. And she's like, hey, I'm going to check in dang, that's about exactly what I thought I was eating. Right. Great. And so again, it's the same thing where we can, whatever we're venturing in, whether it's like, I want to be good at only unapologetically owning my decisions. That's yes. going to through reps and practice and going out with people you respect and people who you want to like you and people yeah. in business with and saying, this is me. I'm Arielle. Yeah. I stand yeah. on stage and with my ass out and stripper heels. I have a toddler and like, yeah. So I hope, yeah. I hope you're here, here along for the ride. Right. That's and right. Again, I've the first time I did that, I remember the first time I told my parents I wanted to compete. My dad was yeah. like, What? I'm like, <laughs> what? And yeah. It's it's just so cool that I've practiced it enough that I unapologetically own it. Yeah. Um, as a mom in different dynamics. And so I, I love that example. That was a really good one. Well, yeah. And the other thing, like just to put a pin on that topic is then once you start doing it and you might give your why, you realize that you actually don't even have to. In some cases you may want to share, but like I was with um 
I was with one of my colleagues who's, who's he's about 20 years older than me. So we, he was sharing words of wisdom with me. And I was saying something like, you know, I've started to just put boundaries on my time. Like I realized that I did need to put some boundaries on my time. And, and he was like, yeah, if he, he, you don't have to give the reason you can't do something, there are just times where maybe you've had five dinner invitations in a week and you just, there's a night that you need to be at home and you don't have to give you don't have to give the excuse. You can just say, I'm not available that night. And I was like, oh, yes, you're so right. Um, and so it's a continuous learning journey, right? Like we're always learning and evolving. But that was something that I took away this week. It was like, yeah, I don't actually always have to give the reason I'm not drinking or I can't go to dinner or insert anything um, that I choose to put up a boundary on and I don't have to give the reason why. So that's like, for me, that's my next frontier is not always having to have the like perfect reason I can't do something. It's just, I can't. Yeah. I love that because that just paints more of the example when, cause that's something that's so relatable to every single aspect where it's like, there's different levels. If you're saying no to someone in the beginning, like you said, at the very beginning, it's like, what excuse can I come up with? Yes. Now I got an excuse. Next season might be, okay, I'm not going to like fudge it or just say like something to make something up. I'm going to be honest and own it. And then I maybe get to a place where it's like, this is what I'm doing. And this is, and thank you for loving me how I am. I think something else really important about that is whenever you are setting a boundary or speaking in that manner or talking is the way that you're articulating to this, to someone, your tone matters and um, the way you're presenting it, right? Like if you were like, oh, no, I'm not drinking. Like, cause I'm going to the gym in the morning. Like, yeah, I would push, I I would push a drink on you too. Cause I just want you to be happy and you sound miserable. (laughs) Like I'll have it, you know, like sometimes like, oh, my people are just people pushers. Well, when you're going there, are you like, I'm doing this dieting thing. I really, I have to like be able to like track my food. So I like, that sounds miserable. I would food push you. Yeah. And even understanding that. But when I step into an environment and I'm like, I'm, you know, like, oh, I'm like, I know it's, I'm totally good. Like, I don't need anything. Like at my yeah. grandmother's birthday, it was a couple of weeks ago, right? During my peak week, right. my grandmother was like, Ariel, do you want this, this, this? And I was like, no, I'm good. I'm not going to eat anything. Like, don't worry about yeah. me. And they, they all know like, quote unquote, Ariel's in the health and fitness. And she goes to me, she's so sweet. She goes, oh, that's okay. I have some organic frozen green beans. Do you want those? <laughs> and it's just so sweet. And I was like, you're so, so sweet. I was like, you know, it's okay. But the way in which you present that is also going to help you on that journey. And so whether it's setting boundaries and that's a progression that it looks like, or it may look like, Hey, I've tried keto and Weight Watchers and Whole30 and all these things. I I need, I need some foundations on learning like macros and how to read a nutrition. Then once you do that, okay, let's practice maybe just having some mindfulness. Okay. Now you can go through a whole season eating again, quote unquote, intuitively by implementing the knowledge that you have. And so know that wherever you are in your journey, there's always different levels because, because like, it's that, that notion sometimes where it's like, uh, like, why am I not there yet? Or it's not, or whatever. And it's like, it's enjoying the process and knowing that always going to be new levels. And like, again, this duality of, and I am finishing up my season and I'm looking at pictures of my physique and my body. And I'm like, wow, Ariel, I'm really damn proud of you. You've worked really hard over these past 10 years and, and your body looks incredible. And I want a bigger booty and I want like my abs to be a little bit more defined. And I like, you know, X, Y, and Z, whatever it is. And both can coexist. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. I I love that. I love Uh, the and. We, we live in the land of and so yes I thank you so much I enjoyed talking to you so much I feel like we could keep going but for the sake of <laughs> respecting our listeners time one thing that's a huge value of ours at TCM and something we like to talk about is we're just ordinary people right yeah. like there's nothing really terribly special about me there's nothing unique there is not one of my clients told me one time she goes I think you have like a special chip in your head I like, <laughs> I was like, nah, I'm pretty sure we're just, we're just normal. It's just some things that I've practiced. And as someone who's like, maybe they're at that level, we talked about like acceptance and it's like, I'm yeah. just waiting for Friday. I got the Sunday scaries. Is it Christmas again? Yeah. So I can day off of work. Like when's my vacation. If there's someone like that and they're like, I want to live life like Susan and Ariel, like, I want to feel like I'm thriving. 
Yeah. What advice do you have for someone who's like maybe at that level of ordinary and they want to become extraordinary? They're at acceptance, but they want to be thriving. Like what would be a nugget of wisdom that you would share with them? Start your day with gratitude. And if you're in that space right now and it's two o'clock in the afternoon and you're hearing this, just think of three things you're grateful for. It's something that like having gratitude practice, it sounds so simple, but it profoundly changed my life because I look at and uh, write a full page of gratitude now every day. And it's, it's like the sunshine, the dogs, coffee. Like, it's not like, you know, world peace or something like that. Like I find the little things in my life that bring me so much joy. And I'm so grateful for them. If, if for people on my team know that I start to talk about how grateful I am for them, I, I get tears in my eyes because it is so genuine. It runs through my body. And that is what changed my trajectory to be where it is today is by noticing the things every day I have around me that I have to be grateful for. And it's not money and it's not, you know, the thing it's not, it, it is, it is something simple, like a beautiful flower that I notice in the morning. So if you're in that place of just like, I don't want to go to work tomorrow, what can you be grateful for today? It will change your life. Mm, that is such a good one. Oh, I love that one. Yes, 100%. I cannot agree more. I am, what are you grateful for? And no matter what season of life you're in, I promise there's something. You're breathing, you're alive, you're here. Yes. Um, And just reframing that. That's something that honestly, I think provides me a sense of fulfillment in prep, right? Like I can be doing cardio and I'm like, gosh, I'm so grateful that I have this machine here in my house, or I'm so grateful that I have the ability to do this. And my daughter will come in and she's like, mommy, you make it. And I, and I'm mindful of my language around her. She goes, mommy, you make your heart strong. And I'm like, yeah, baby girl, it makes your heart strong. And so framing it even in that way to her. And she's like, oh, that's cool. You know? And so I love that one. Yes. Yes. Gratitude. What are you grateful for? No matter if it's 8am or 2pm or midnight that you're listening this. So thank you so much for coming on today, Susan. If people want to like connect with you or reach out for whatever reason, because I'm your new best friend, where can they find (laughs) you? Yeah, it's just at Susan Lenderts on Instagram. And then, you know, for the more professional people, Susan Lenderts on LinkedIn. And I love hearing from people. I love helping people at whatever part of the journey they're on, whether it's personal or professional. Um, So please feel free to reach out. Oh, thank you for being willing to do that. So if you resonated with anything um, that Susan said, don't hesitate to reach out. And if you're interested in getting started with coaching, we do a free 30 minute consult call. Let's see what your goals are. Let's see how we can help you. And if we're a good fit. So that link will be in the description box below and you guys can just click on it. Like I said, it's, there's no contingencies. There's no, nothing you have to pay. It's a free call. We just want to see how we can help you and Um, If it's not the right time, we will give you the best advice and point you in the right direction. So thank you everyone for listening today. We hope you have an incredible rest of your day and we'll see you next time. Bye guys. 